Yo, what's up? This your boy Travis. This is episode 44 from the Anything Goes podcast. Look, I know I was in my evening last week, but I had to get my mental together. You know, we've been going through a lot of BS the last couple months. Well, really, I'm 32, so our entire lives have been BS. You know, killings, police brutality, being talked down on. Got a little overwhelming, <clears throat> so I took a week off. But our job ain't done, and I'm back. I'm rejuvenated. Uh, it's time to get to it. So I hope everybody is doing okay considering the circumstances. You know, we're still under this COVID BS, and we are still getting killed by the police. You know, um, I hope everybody is doing okay, though, seriously. And if you aren't, if you need time for yourself, take it. It's the best time to take it. Take it this weekend. To all my men out there, happy Father's Day early. Um, don't let nobody shit on your day. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure that you celebrate it. Make sure that you feel that you are appreciated and that you are catered to. Do not cook. Do not grill. Especially if you, if you have a a lady, you know, a wife, you know, fiance, girlfriend, you know what I'm saying, mother, sister, aunties, grandma, don't cook nothing. For real. Don't, don't do nothing. Relax. Don't just accept the BS Father's Day gifts. I want the BS gifts. I love socks. I love character socks. If you know me, you know what I'm saying? That's my thing. Scullies, T-shirts. I want all the goofy shit. But if you don't and you want to be catered to, raise that standard today. But like, look, don't come in here Sunday half-assing it. You know, and I went all out for you on Mother's Day or on Valentine's Day or on your birthday. No, keep it G. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? So, again, shout out to y'all, man. Happy Father's Day. We got to stick together as men, as black men. And that goes for Father's Day and just any other day. So, the time that I was away from y'all, and of course, did I mention this is the Anything Goes podcast? This is the Anything Goes podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all know I, I gave the introduction with my name, but... Y'all know this Anything Goes podcast, no extra. Regular episode, we at 44. It's a big deal. But um, the time that I was away, that week that I was off, you know, I was still posting. But I was doing a lot of research. And we need to know our history, black people. But we also need to know the history of this country. We need to know about the Civil War. We need to know about the slave trade. We need to know about all that. So I was listening to some stuff about the Civil War. And I put up a post last week on Facebook. And it was saying that the NYPD, just like the LAPD, are in blue states, Democratic states. Why is this shit happening? Why are people getting killed? Why is it pro police brutality? And it's, it's just not in the South. 
just in these blue states. Well, because the North, the the Union, they didn't want to free slaves. That wasn't their that wasn't their idea. That wasn't what it was. They um they weren't like, oh my God, this is just an atrocity against black people. Uh, with the North, it was an economic issue. That's what the Civil War was about. That's what, what slavery was to them. It was an economic issue. It really wasn't a moral issue with them. They were just like, you know, if the South leaves the Union or whatever, if they win the war, how is it going to affect us? Now, I'm not saying there weren't any white people that was down for the cause because in every movement and every demonstration in every generation, it was white people who were like, hell no, this is morally like wrong. They actually stood up for black people. But as a whole, this country never frowned its nose completely towards racism. The United States was founded on blood, war, genocide uh, against people of color, whether it be the Native Americans or black people. And I had to really, really take a step back and realize, like, this is just what it is. Um, people don't understand our struggle and our fight because they don't want to understand and it's been embedded in them since birth. You'll be surprised at some of the stuff you come around when you start reading up on the Confederacy. The flag. I get it. You know, doing my research, they say this is about heritage and I see why they say that. Don't get me wrong. Because they were winning the war at first. Initially, they were. So it's like, we were winning, but guess what? You lost. You lost. You, I mean, you took an L. So why continuously? Why would you? And it, it wasn't a continual thing. Let me take that back. There's been many iterations of this flag. The one that we see today is the one that stuck. But that flag had went away for a while, then they bought it back. They bought it back when the Dixiecrats left the Democrats. Do your research. It's been a symbol of hatred and racism since the it's dawning. That is the Confederacy. And we have to to understand the thought process of these white supremacists and these racists to really get to really see and understand the context of everything. Just because you don't wave that flag doesn't mean that you don't believe in some of the same things that they believe in. When you go back through history, when you look at even uh, President Lincoln. He wanted slavery to phase out. That was his idea. He wanted it to phase out. He didn't really want to take it off the table completely because of fear of death. 
the backlash. He may have been just like Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell today is totally different from the Roger Goodell a couple years ago when he came down to Colin Kaepernick. His stance has changed. Maybe his stance was always like that. But it took George Floyd to happen for him to see it and see the outrage to have the confidence to step up to be like, look, this shit wrong. We were wrong. Forget the league. I want to be on the right side of history. That could have been what Lincoln did. I'm not giving them an excuse. I'm just looking at it from that perspective. Lincoln's hand was forced to, and the Army's hand was forced to let slaves, black people, into the Union. People don't know that. Black people were not fighting for the United States. They were not fighting for the Union. Black people were fighting for freedom, for an equal playing field. That's why they went to war. And it, I mean, it worked, but it backfired because we were never free, even after the war. Even after slavery ended, we were never free. Lincoln, the Army, they needed black people. They needed those four million slaves. They needed them. So that's what I was doing while I was away. While I took that week off, I just researched, studied it, tried to figure it out and have something of substance to bring to y'all when I came back. And that's what I took from what I saw. That's, that's, That's what we need. Because that's used against us. Everybody knows about our history. Except for us. So we have to learn our history. And we need to learn the United States history. And then the world's history. Because black people are... Black people are the lowest on a totem pole everywhere you go. Black and brown. That's just what it is. So to understand why, we just have to look back and see that this shit is deep-rooted. And everybody ain't going to come to our defense or come to our side. They're not going to open their eyes because it doesn't benefit them and benefit the ideology. So that's what it is. And then when it comes down to the Confederate flag, This is my issue. You talk about heritage and you talk about this is our history and this is the South and X, Y, and Z. That may be all well and good, but that is a symbol of terror for black people and hatred. Why would you want that flying? Why would you want those uh, monuments to be standing and reminding black people of our history here? Not our history in Africa, but our history in the United States. Why would you want us to continuously see that? Because you never intended on us to be equal. And this goes for the entire country. It's not just the South. It's every state, every city, every lawmaker, every politician who allowed this shit to continue up until 2020. Why? 
the Confederate loss. There should be no, no artifacts, no statues, no flag. All that shit should be in history books. But for me to go to another state, like my the crib in South Carolina, Dillon County, shout out to them. You go down South Carolina, you see cotton fields. I seen this shit growing up. Fields of cotton, still. Confederate flags. We in North Carolina, one of the most racist states in the country. Confederate flags. I was out last Friday. I seen a family Confederate flag on a truck, on their shirts. I'm like, these people don't give a damn. This ain't got nothing to do with heritage. It's hatred against black people. We not trying to change our minds. I believe two, th- two things can be true. Y'all going to hear me say that a lot moving forward. You can hate me. I Look, I don't care. You can hate me. You can hate my people. Just don't bother us. We won't bother y'all. It ain't got to be kumbaya. It's just the respect of a person. The problem is there's no respect from the other side. And that's that's the biggest problem. We respect y'all enough not to bother you. Like, hey, stay over there. But y'all don't respect us enough not to bother us. I always say, if there was a mass exodus of black people, like Marcus Garvey talked about, I don't think that will go over well. People keep saying, you know, go back to Africa, go back to your country. Man, y'all would shoot the planes down or bomb the boats or come bomb Africa because we are looked at to this day. We're still looked at as property, less than nothing. Everything is against black people from the jobs. Oh, you don't need to have locks. We don't want black women with natural hair. Why not? It's strength and it's beauty. It's in the Bible. We all Christians, right? Right? Strength was in the hair. Ain't, ain't that in the Bible? But you see it every day and every time we look up systemic racism. So why would you, if you know you're doing it like this, why wave this dumbass flag? And have these dumbass statues of these evil ass men. Because liberty and justice for all is only for white people. It's not for, it wasn't intended for black black people. And I'm not being divisive. I'm talking to my folks and I'm letting them know you have to know this shit. In order to not go crazy. Got to go back through history and just realize, like, hey, it's a never-ending cycle, but we can stop it. And that's what planning and organizing comes from, educating, pouring into the community. I would be irresponsible not to tell y'all what I know and what I learned. We got to put each other on game. Seriously. So, 
as y'all know, we under fire. We under siege. We always have been. It's never been a ceasefire on black people. It's just more publicized now because of social media. Robert Fuller, 24-year-old Palmdale, excuse me, Palmdale, California, found hanging from a from a tree, found dead. First thing I thought was a hate crime. First thing I thought. Then you have the sheriff's office saying like, hey, no, uh, he hung himself or hanged himself, however you want to say it. But which, you know, I've been um, privy to those things. Two people that I love, you know, one a male cousin and one a female friend. Matter of fact, and another homeboy that I knew, uh, they they did hang themselves. You know, they did commit suicide. They did they did that. You know, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. But this guy was an activist. From everything I'm reading, he was pretty happy. He was fighting for his people. And he pop up dead. I, I get it. I understand. You know, the hesitation, the reservation on the end of the cops. But another man about 60 miles from him was found hanging as well. And then yesterday, a Hispanic in Houston was found hanging. They're ruling all of these suicides. With the climate, what's going on now in America and across the world, all the protests, all the anger, all the hurt, I'm calling irresponsibility on the sheriff departments, the MEs, the community. No. And Robert Fuller's family, they're calling BS as well. But his brother was, stepbrother was killed yesterday having a shootout with the sheriff's office. People are pissed. People are hurt. People are angry. And people want answers. Whenever there's an officer involved in anything, and I'm bringing this full circle, whenever an officer is involved in anything, whether it be a shooting, wrongdoing, uh, police brutality, excessive force, rapes, whatever, the county, the city, the state, they take their time with it. They drag their feet. With the exception of what happened to George Floyd, which was, what, Memorial Day, you look at Amal Aubrey, it took them months. Breonna Taylor, it took them months. You see how long it takes these people to actually even say that the police was wrong, that the sheriffs were wrong, that the troopers were wrong. It, it takes them forever. But when it comes down to us, they have a solution and an answer fast. There's no hesitation. There's no reservation. And that's wrong. And their feet need to be held to the fire because... 
you're just disregarding this shit as suicide. And it could be. We never know what a person is going through. We don't know people's mental. We're not in their head. We don't know what they're thinking 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But we need a thorough investigation like y'all thoroughly investigate these cops to make sure that they get off. All we asking for, all the families are asking for, so you to go in and make sure that nothing foul happened to these African Americans and these brown people, this Hispanic male. Take time with us like you do with your officers. Handle us the way you handle the white people that you pull over and you talk to. That's what happened with Rashard Brooks. I talked to this man for 40 minutes. You had plenty of solutions. He said he lived close. I remember back in the day, I used to hear this all the time, <clears throat> especially, you know, in the South, where... uh Officers would take people home that were inebriated if they knew them. They would take them home and, you know, make sure they got home safe or whatever the case may be. The man said, I can leave the car here. I can walk. Right then and there, they could have been like, bud, we don't want you to walk. We'll just take you home. Compassion. You grab him. You try to cuff him. He resists. Not saying that he wasn't wrong. But it didn't warrant him to come up dead. A taser, dude, you get you have to get tased in order to to go through police training. I thought, so you know how I feel. And if you don't like it, you need to tell them to take that shit away from y'all. Because if you don't like it, we don't like it. I've never been tased. I've been maced. I can imagine how it is getting electric shocks sent through your body. But you that big of a punk that you got to pull out your gun and shoot this man in his back. He was drunk. You could have waited. He wasn't going to get far. They could have waited, you know what I'm saying, until he tired out and arrested him. Or they could have tackled him while he was running and, and got him back down. He wasn't a threat. He was drunk. For real. But you killed him. Another lynching in public. This, this shit right here. The way the protests have been going and just the brutality we've seen on our television from these cops. All this shit need to be investigated as a hate crime. The videos that you've seen, that you have seen gone up. One LeBron posted of a little boy seeing a cop coming down the street hiding behind a truck. That's terror. Another video of um, it's like four teenage boys being held at gunpoint. Bro, that's terror. And y'all wonder why we don't trust y'all? Really? Why are you that fearful of us being black males when we give you no reason to even think that we're going to do anything to your ass? We ain't the ones to be afraid of. Clearly, it's not us.
we should be afraid of y'all and y'all are instilling fear. And then you see the other videos of white men being threatened to be tased if they don't get out of their car, but they're not tased. White man walking around with a knife, he's not dead. White people protesting with guns. They're met with no resisting. White officers um, at hate rallies and protests, letting these hateful racist bigots get away with assaulting peaceful protesters, doing nothing about it, running the peaceful protesters off. Really? The United States is showing the world how big of a hypocrite we really are. We have domestic terrorism in the United States, but we will go elsewhere, fight a war about, well, pushing democracy and about treating your uh, countrymen equally, giving them equal rights, not killing them, not um, subjecting subjecting them to crimes against humanity. But the black people here, this has been our story since we got to this bitch. The advent of projects. Think about it. What is a project? Look it up. Look up a project. Look what does project mean? And then think about why they label that shit that housing project. We can go down through everything that has to do with black people and see how we have blatantly been disrespected in our face in this country doesn't give a damn about it because we were never supposed to even be at this point in this country. When it came down to the Kente clause of from the, from these Democrats and Jemima being removed from uh, the syrup. You got Uncle Ben's right. Stop pandering to us. Y'all didn't care about this shit. 30 years ago, you ain't care about this shit six months ago. You didn't care about this before um, Ahmaud, well, not even Ahmaud Arbery, before George Floyd, and we started showing our asses. We don't need you to pander. Stop pandering. We need change and legislation. We need to be treated like we're human. First things first, Police reform. I see what Trump did Tuesday. Um, signing an exec- executive order for better policing. It's not police reform, just better policing. You're going to put uh, police officers who have misconduct and excessive force, going to have them in a national database so you'll be able to see who's doing what. Thank you. I appreciate that. But you need to take it a step further. I don't mind somebody on my level working nine to five. I don't even care if you make them 10 times more money than me, hating me. I have no issue with that. I have an issue with the people who are supposed to protect and to serve. I have an issue with them having the green light to kill me and my brothers and sisters and our children. 
yo ass, Mr. President, you need to put something in place that will guarantee when a black man or a black woman or a black child is shot and killed or killed at the hand of a police officer, no matter what the circumstances is, if they they wind up dead in jail. We need those people to be held accountable the same day. If not the next day, we need some type of action put into place. No administrative leave, none of that. They need to be handled the way a criminal on the street is handled. That's what's so hard about that. There's nothing hard about that. Unless y'all just don't want to do that shit. Unless it's not wrong in the eyes of these lawmakers. These lobbyists. Administrative leave. You still going to be getting paid. And this family is over here grieving. We need to tackle the police union as well. Because the police union is probably the strongest union in the United States. You see a lot of these, like today in Atlanta, uh, cops not working pro in protest of, you know, the killing of, um, I was going to say Robert Fuller, but Rashard Brooks, the cop being uh, arrested and charged with murder. You see how this shit go? These, these people aren't even going to work in protest of it. What they did in Atlanta... The people, what they did in Atlanta, it happened. They thought it was a BS. And in a 24-hour span, they were demonstrating and the Wendy's went up. Don't tell me protesting don't make a difference because it does. We've gotten more done in the last couple weeks than we have in a while. And it's still not enough because we still behind the eight ball. We've been behind the eight ball for 400 years, bro. No need no damn pandering. We need stuff to happen. We need y'all to make this shit move smooth, as me and my cousins say. Shout out to East Oak. Word up. Like, that's just what it is. Why is it so hard? Rashard Brooks talked about in the video how hard it was for a convicted felon who's been incarcerated to, to come have some type of, of a normal life, get back into society. We need that changed. If you are not convicted of a violent crime or, let's say, uh, stealing money, larceny, your shit should be expunged. You should be able to go back into society and try to have some type of normalcy, normalcy. Uh, you should be able to make a great wage and not a bullshit-ass wage. Because I thought prison was, and I know I'm jumping over the place. This is Rapid Fire Thursday. We talking. We going to talk this shit out. I thought prison was for reform, to re, to rehab and to rehabilitate the inmates, right? 
So put them out so they can be functional members of society. How about we get that shit done too? How about we hold y'all feet to the fire? By definition. It's things like that that we need to be targeting. You look at the NBA, you see the divide now. LeBron like, let's play. Kyrie and this player coalition, they like, nah, we don't need to play. They're fighting a battle on their end. That's fine. That ain't got nothing to do with us. Y'all handle that. But don't bring it to this, to our level. Because every day we out here, we're struggling, we're fighting. We have a, a significant battle on our hand. Y'all do y'all. Bring that shit together. We're fighting some shit that if we don't fight it, y'all wouldn't be where you were. If the people who came before us on our level, the entry level, the ground level, where this shit is very bad, y'all wouldn't be where you at. Do not get distracted. And that's to the athletes. Don't get distracted. The task at hand is police brutality and police reform. Because just like this shit is happening to us, it happened to one of y'all own Milwaukee Bucks. Look it up. Look it up. So don't take what's going on here and dilute it. We don't need that right now. I'm with Steven Jackson. I ain't even with Kyrie. I'm with Steven Jackson. Yo, sacrifice the money and don't lose sight of what's going on. He ain't tripping about what's going on in the NBA. You know, they want rep- you know, equal representation. They want more black people to be able to make decisions. We get that. But don't take away from what's going on here. We dying. And we need change. Stay focused on the task at hand. And that's to everybody. The folks in my city. The people I see on the book. Yo, we all have the same goal. Let's stick together. Speaking of athletes, we got to go to college sports. Oklahoma State football coach Mike Gundy. Um, Clemson. Football coach Dabo Sweeney. Yo, screw them. Dabo showed us who he was, and I was blinded by it because I was still cheering for this fucker. That's because I got distracted. Shit gets swept under the rug. He was against Colin um, protesting. He didn't want his players to protest. He didn't want his, he don't want his players protesting now. He's never apologized. He had an assistant coach say a racial slur. That coach is still there. Anybody else other than Dabo Swinney and maybe um, who? No, we're just going to say Dabo. He's the only one that can get away with this. Look at his winning percentage. Clemson, they loving it. Look at Mike Gundy. He wears the the T-shirt of a news network that is totally against black people. He said he came across it just channel surfing. 
and take a picture in it with a news anchor, news reporter, whoever. You knew that picture was going to circulate. That was a slap in the face to all your black players. I'm not even finna talk to the black athletes. I'm talking to the parents. Send your children to HBCUs so they can learn their culture and their history. They're that great that these big giant schools want them. Guess what? These recruits and these scouts are going to come see them play for these HBCUs. Black athletes at these big programs keep speaking your mind. Don't let up. Call bullshit every time you see it. But parents, steer them in the way of going to an HBCU. It's always been negative connotations on HBCUs. I was told not to go to one. I ended up going to two, getting my degree. But this is the stigma that goes with the HBCUs, and we have to change that. But HBCUs, y'all have to step it up, too. Y'all know some of the the problems that faces us. What is it? The verification process, the refund checks, getting um your room situated, refund checks coming on time. Fix that so you can become more appealing. And then we can start taking care of ourselves. We have to start fixing everything around us in order for a new world to come. A new world don't mean this old, This world right here has to be destroyed. No, we need to work on in our community as a whole so we can be self-sufficient. We won't have to be bothered with anybody. But the athletes, we are sending them away to school. These big schools that are predominantly white and they're being mistreated and they feel like they don't have a voice to say anything. But now the world is watching and y'all have a voice. Keep talking. Parents, protect your children. Send them to an HBCU. Straight like that. So. We have to. We have to play things like this. We're in a country. We're in a world that is against us. And I love, let me say it, I love everybody. I don't think I have to keep saying that, but I do before people misconstrue what I'm saying. I love everybody, man. I don't love people who hate me. But I love everybody. But this is for my folks, for my black people. We have to start moving accordingly. Take the blinders off. Take the blinders off your mind. You have to start really and truly training yourself to think different. That's the law of the land. It's called progression. Forward thinking and forward moving. If you cannot do that, That's a problem. We do not have to fit into a society that was never made for us. No. That's not how we have gotten to where we are. We've gotten to where we are because we think and we move accordingly. 
we forward think the people who have came before us that were talented enough and smart enough to get us to this position. Now we have to do the same thing. Now we have to continue to push things forward. We have to push the envelope. If not, we're going to be lost. If not, we'll just be pandered to for the next couple of years and then everything is brushed under the rug. I've seen things slow down. I'm not slowing down. I'm not stopping. And you shouldn't either. It's your responsibility. Dr. King said it. It's your responsibility to ensure that we have a better way of life and we're still fighting for freedom. Let me debunk this all lives matter bullshit. They say all lives matter when we say black lives matter. They're ignorant. All lives don't matter if black lives don't matter. All lives cannot matter if black lives don't matter. Why are we fighting for liberty, justice for all? Why are we fighting for freedoms that should have been given to us at birth? And they were. We were free before we came here. We were put into bondage mentally and physically and emotionally. All lives matter. All lives matter. Blue lives matter. No, they don't. Because black ones don't. Y'all don't see it wrong and see it crazy and counterproductive that you have a group of people who are still fighting for rights that everyone else has, or at least the majority. You don't see what is wrong. No, you want us to shut up and take the scraps that we've been given, kind of like slavery was, right? That's how they did the slaves. Shut up, take these scraps, and work. I'm here today to say, go to hell. We ain't doing that. Not even more. We're not sitting back. We're not taking the bare minimum or taking the scraps. Screw your all lives matter, because you're lying. Just go ahead and say it. Black lives aren't that important. And that's okay. We see it every day. So when a person says all lives matter, when you say black lives matter, just call them ignorant. All lives matter. Everyone is equal. No, the fuck we're not. Why are we? If we're equal, you tell me what we're fighting for then. If everything is equal across the board, why are we still fighting? Why are we still underpaid? Why are we police different? Why are we not heard? Because the Constitution, the laws of the land, that flag was never meant for us. But y'all bought us here. You never wanted to ingratiate us into your economy. But when we tried to build our own communities and our own neighborhoods and become self-sufficient, it was a problem. Tell me why. 
Oh, like always, I bring this shit back full circle. It's because you still believe you own us. That's why. And it's not every white person. We know that. But I'm talking to the white supremacists. And I'm being open and honest. Y'all don't own shit. Y'all don't own us. And we're going to keep fighting. Fighting. Until we get what we deserve. So we're going to keep being destructive. We're going to keep being ignorant, as y'all say. Until we get some shit changed. Until we get some things on paper. Don't stop with your posting and retweeting and reposting and all that Instagramming. Don't stop. Why y'all stopping? Don't stop that shit. Because this ain't going away. Don't capitulate to, to the pressures of society. No, we got to keep doing us. It's slowing down. I see it. But as long as I'm breathing, we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep moving on. Protesting works. For real. It works. Don't let nobody tell you it don't. It works. But we don't need them to pander. Don't let them... Rock your ass to sleep. Don't let them do that. That's the wrong thing to do. We need to rock their ass to sleep. And that's just what it is. But look. It's almost the weekend. Friday Eve. Enjoy your weekend, man. I'm gone. I'm leaving tomorrow. I'll be back Sunday. I'm going to enjoy my weekend. Take time out for yourself. Focus on your mental. Start training your mentality to be pro-black. And let me say this for the black-on-black crime people. White people kill white people. Mexican people kill Mexican people. Asians kill Asians. Black people kill black people. It's just not a... It's, it's only 50 million of us here. Give or take. Stop being whitewashed, bro. Brainwashed. Stop that. You're not going to be able to stop people from killing each other in close quarters. That's just what it is. <laughs> Excuse. You're not going to be able to stop that. But we can stop people who are supposed to protect and serve us from killing us. See how about that shit back? I said that earlier. But this black on black crime BS, cut it out. Yes, we need to stop killing each other. I get it. You're not going to stop crime like that, though. You're not going to stop people from killing each other. That's just not what it is. But we can hold these folks who are supposed to protect and serve to that standard. Protect and serve Everybody. Maybe we need to put that at the end of the shit. To protect and to serve everybody. Because they're not doing it for us. So I just had to drop that in in on y'all. Man, look. Like I said, it's the weekend. Enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Juneteenth is tomorrow. Look. Drink you something. Smoke you something. Be with your lady. Be with your dude. Be with your family. You know what I'm saying? Just have a good time, man, and be safe. For real.
Put your phone down, log out from social media, go for a walk, go for a drive, whatever you got to do to keep yourself sane in these crazy times we're living in. Do that. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to be the best version of you that you can be. Stumbling blocks are going to come. Roadblocks, I mean, my bad. Roadblocks going to come. And storms going to come, but we can make them th- we can make it through all that. Look at where we are. We still here. We still here. So look, as always, man, I'm out. I'm signing off. But I love y'all. And I'll see y'all next Thursday, all right? I'm out.